0: Hey, my name is Parker Manuel, pastor of Pinewood Church in Boulder, Colorado, where our mission is to meet people where they are and point them to Jesus. Hope you enjoy today's podcast. Hey, Pinewood Church, my name is Trevor Lovingood. I'm a pastor at a church out in Knoxville, Tennessee. It's so good to be with you today. I love Pastor Parker and Pastor Jess. They're amazing. I love their family. What's funny is uh, they were traveling back to Colorado recently and they stayed with me and my family in our apartment. And so, you know, they have five kids and it's them. So there's seven of them. And then there's four of us because it's me and my wife and two of our kids. And we stayed in an apartment together and it was hilarious. It was crazy. Uh, It was wild. we had a blast doing it. And uh, I love when you have friends that become family and that you can have uh, funny moments like spending um, some time together, but not in like just the most space ever at an apartment uh, during this uh, really kind of quarantined COVID season, but you can come together and you can share like quality time together. You can share quality moments and, and have fun and laugh. Just, just to the just to the Pinewood Church family. Just really quick before I dive into the Word, before we have the Lord really meet us wherever we're watching from, I want to I want to encourage you. No matter where you're watching from, whether you're uh, you would say, Hey, you know what? I'm I'm connected to the Pinewood family in Boulder, Colorado, or I, I attend every now and then, or you t- attend regularly. Now, whatever, uh, wherever you are on the spectrum of being in the community from way far out of the community, this is the first time you've joined us online, we want to thank you for joining us online. Or you're like dove in, you're a part of the serve team, the dream team, the lead team, whatever team you're a part of, but you're in in the family and you're serving together. I, I want you to realize something, that what the Lord is leading uh, the manual family to do, Parker and Jess, and serving you guys, I want you to realize that this is a call of God on their life, and this is a big deal. And and it's time for maybe you to begin to pray for them, to begin to pray for the family, to begin to pray for Pinewood Church. What God is doing there is a big deal, and and. and He's moving during this time where you're maybe not physically in person, but you're digitally in person and you're you're connecting online and you're connecting on social media. Well, maybe you need to go ahead and subscribe to their YouTube channel, follow them on Instagram, and start engaging with what's happening at Pinewood Church. Because whether you go to church uh, somewhere else or you connect with all these other churches, if you don't start uh, really getting connected in a community, which you can digitally at Pinewood Church, You're just going to kind of church shop because you can do that church scroll on Facebook, on YouTube, and you can watch a bunch of people. But what makes Pinewood special is because it's the message of God. It's a genuine and real community. And what I believe and what I see happening is this. They're making an actual impact in people's lives. And they're allowing God to use them to move locally and uh, and impact really kind of the church body nationally and internationally through what's happening online. So connect. Hit that connect button. Hit that share button. Hit that like button. Let people know where you're watching from. And uh, let's dive in uh, to God's word. And real quick, I want to give a shout out to at Matt Science. The reason I say it's Matt Science, because that's how you find him on Instagram. At Matt Science uh, preached this past week. So uh, if you missed that message, go back and watch it. My man looks like he's flexing when he's giving a word because he gets excited, but he's not. Like he's actually that strong. He's actually that big. Uh, I love you, Matt. You're Man, I just, I see God moving in your life as you communicate, as you design. Uh, my man, Matt, does everything uh, really with purpose, on purpose, because he feels like the Lord's calling, um, really just calling him to do that, calling him to make an eternal impact, not just, a, um, just, not just on earth, just right around him with things that are temporary, but an eternal one with things that last forever. So I'm thankful for you, Matt, and how you're serving the kingdom of the community of heaven. And uh, uh, what an example on how to be a citizen. And isn't that the the title of this um, series that we're in? How do we live as a citizen of heaven? As citizens, right? I think the title is even plural for us. And I'd like to take that title, and I would like to, uh, to maybe rephrase it for this talk. How do you, the listener, the one who's engaging with me right now, Maybe this even is a conversation and you want to get out a notebook and start to write down questions and thoughts that you're having based on what I'm talking about. So if, I, if I'm going to retitle maybe the series for this talk, if that's okay, I want to retitle it, Live as a Citizen of Heaven. Because before we can be citizens of heaven, you have to be a citizen of heaven. For example, uh, I, was, I was traveling um, in Australia a few years ago, and I heard their language that they used, and I loved it so much. And they would uh, identify themselves as as locals, not by saying, hey, like, I'm a I'm a citizen of Australia or I'm a local of Australia. No, they would do it with how they talked because they, act, uh, they actively identified with the community that they lived in. And it was really, really cool. They would say, this is my local coffee shop. This is my local bakery. This is my local beach. And they would, they would talk about um, them being a part of something bigger than themselves. And it was really special to hear and see because they identified with it, actively with how they spoke. And I wanna encourage you to start thinking about how you can actively speak and live out as a citizen of heaven before you start expecting people around you to be citizens of heaven. So we're going to take some ownership today on the life that we're living. We're going to get excited about the life that we've been given, uh, no matter what circumstances surround us. Because when we start seeing it for what it is, instead of what we want it to be, we can actually move from where we are. So I want to read Philippians 1, uh, beginning in verse 27. So if you want to Get out the holy glow, right? Get out to, uh it's what I call uh, like your phone or your iPad or your computer, we call it the holy glow, you know? And uh, go to Philippians 1 uh, and uh, join me in verse 27 or you can get the physical Bible out and do the same thing. Uh, I believe God's gonna speak through both versions today. Uh, so check this out. Philippians 1, verse 27. Only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ so that whether I come and see you engage in the same conflict that you saw I had and now hear that I still have. Four verses for us today, four verses that I believe God's gonna speak into your life and really teach us all, myself and, and everyone listening in this room and everyone listening around, really around the world, from Boulder to, to Tennessee um, and anyone else um, in America or outside of America, it doesn't matter. Um, I believe the Lord's gonna speak something very clear and a very challenging, very inspiring into your life as we become citizens of heaven. Let me pray for us. God, I pray that your word would come alive in our life, that you would speak to our very core, that you would impact our soul so that we could see you. So God, I pray that we would be actively looking for you because when we actively look, uh, we will have an opportunity to see. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Hey, when you come to Knoxville, Tennessee, and you hang out with my family, uh, we will take you to some uh, to a location to eat. Okay, and uh, it's actually not a ton special about this location, except um, it's special to me and it's special to my family. Uh, my wife is amazing. Her name is Erica, uh, she is the love of my life. She is. Um, she keeps me. Um, on the right path. She's like a physical representation of Lord movie in my life. Uh, She, um, uh, one of my favorite things about her is that she tells me what I don't wanna hear because she wants a lot of time and most of the time, she wants better for me than I want for me uh, because I know the expectations that come with that. And um, so she has high expectations for me and I love her for that because I think that's really a sign of genuine love someone that wants more for you, someone that's willing to say something to you that you don't wanna hear, someone that's willing to risk you being hurt a little bit so that you're actually helped and you can find help in what you're going through. I love my wife uh, because she's always there for me. She just doesn't say it, she actually lives it out. Uh, I have uh, two kids, uh, Leo, he's two, he just turned two. He is wild, he will run through a wall. And you may not understand what he is saying, uh, but you will hear him and uh, you will feel his presence. Um, He's crazy. And he loves cheese dip. Yeah, he loves queso and uh, queso and chips. And my daughter, who's four, she is pretty eloquent. She's pretty detailed. Uh, She loves cheese dip and chips as well, but she can eat um, quite a bit. And so uh, we have uh, a local restaurant that we are identifying with in Knoxville, Tennessee, and we love it. Uh, if I were, if you were to come and hang out with me, you would hear about this restaurant because all you would have to do is ask my kids where they want to go eat. And uh, there's going to be a moment in the day where you get hungry and you're going to ask, them, hey, where do you guys want to go eat? And they're going to say the same thing every time. You're going to hear about Soccer Taco. See, Soccer Taco is really our, our favorite local spot. Um, and it's it's, there's not a ton of like identifiers, except you can probably guess they serve tacos there and they have cheese dip there. And uh, my kids are always trying to have the meal before the meal. And, and so uh, we go and fill them up on chips and hopefully they'll eat half a taco. And of course I'll eat the rest. Um, and so we go to soccer taco. We watch, they got soccer, obviously, right? They, they named the, this taco shop well. Uh, they have soccer on all of the TVs. And when there's a live game, it is a party. Uh, people are screaming, people are yelling, and my kids love a good party. So they think it's like, Uh, They think it's Soccer Taco's birthday all the time because that's what they associate parties with. It's someone's birthday, and they go crazy, and then they eat a lot of chips and queso. Um, And then I can actually have a meal with my wife because they're so distracted by the party and the chips. It's amazing. Um, So you're going to hear about Soccer Taco, okay? And that's unique to us. That's unique to where I am. It's unique to my rhythm of life, and it's what my kids and what my family it's really what they love. It's what they like. Because we can actually have time together uh, where my my son doesn't necessarily stay in his chair, but at least he stays around his chair. You know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to all the parents who have a two-year-old right now. Um, but you'll hear about Sakartaka. So, one of the first things that I read in this in this scripture is he's he's talking about hearing. And it's like, naturally in our life, we're going to hear about the restaurants we like, we're going to hear about where we're involved in, you're going to hear about the hobbies, you're going to hear about what we do, you're going to hear about what we love, you're going to hear about our favorites, you're going to hear about what we like on Instagram, what we like on TikTok, you're going to see what we like, what we comment on, what we're involved in. And I want to ask you and encourage you today that what is, what are people hearing from your life and it's cool to have things like restaurants and things that you like and arts and sports and all this stuff that you hear about kids and wife and husband and all, and all of the things that matter to us, but what are they hearing about your life? Not just about what you like, but about your life. Do, do they hear that you're actually living out things that you care about, or they just hear that you're talking about a lot of things? And I, I, wanna, I wanna encourage you to begin to ask this question, do people hear and know that you're a citizen of heaven without you even having to say it? Or do you have to say that you go to church, say that you follow Jesus for people to be like, oh, I guess they do. Well, they just kind of look like me. Or they just kind of look like everything else. Or they just kind of care about things that don't really, I've never heard them talk about God. I've never heard them care about Jesus. I've never heard about the miracles that are going on in their life. I've never heard about what's happening at their church. I've never, this is weird. They're talking about this, but I've never heard this about how they live. And sometimes our words can say things that our life doesn't actually live out. Are you a citizen of heaven without having to say that you're a citizen of heaven? Do you follow Jesus? Do you you live out what he cares about? See, Paul's writing to a group of people that he may never see again. And it's okay that he doesn't see them again because he wants to hear how their life is being lived out for who Jesus is in their life, not just who Jesus is in Paul's life. This guy writing this, his name is Paul, and in this moment, I believe what's amazing is he's not talking about their life mattering to him, he's talking about their life mattering to God. And what's what's crazy about this is a citizen of heaven lives a life that is full of their stories of God moving in their life. Yeah, not just a group of people, but when you have ownership in a community in a collection of people as a citizen of something, you will have stories of how that community of what that community cares about actually impacting your life and you impacting it. It's personal. So are you having stories of God moving in your life? In yours. Yeah, you can point to other people around you, but I'm talking about you today. See, because until we, we are citizens of heaven, we can't expect the people around us to be citizens of heaven. So are you living out it, your citizenship? See, because Paul says, I want to hear about you. So what do people hear about you? What is the glorious story that'll be told about you? Because this is a big deal. See, Paul doesn't actually wait for them to answer. He calls it out of them. He says, this is what I want to hear about you. Am I hearing about you? And then he says, here's what I want to hear about you. I'm not going to give you time to answer, actually. Here's here's a few things that I want to start hearing. I want to start hearing this, that you're standing firm. I want to hear this. I want to hear unity is coming out of your life, one spirit and one mind. So you're standing firm no matter what comes up against you. And then two, you're having one spirit and one mind. There's so much unity happening around you that we can't even understand what it looks like. We can just give God credit. And the one spirit, one mind isn't yours and it's not somebody else's, it's actually Jesus's life being lived out, not just in a community of people, but in individuals. And then it looks like a community because we're all just trying to be like Jesus. And then the third thing is he says, are you striving? Are you going forward together? Because striving has a direction. Striving has a goal in mind. Striving is aiming towards something in the future and doing whatever we can together as we stand firm, as we are united, to go towards something. Striving. And the force is this, going side by side. Not letting any differences come in between us but actually inspire us because our differences together actually show the creation as it was made to be created. Glimpses of God's glory within every single one of us on display to show that this is for everybody, not just for a group of people. Everybody can be a citizen of heaven, but until you're a citizen of heaven, maybe you're the one holding people back around you from finding Jesus because you have Jesus. And maybe you are the one that needs to begin to live out your citizenship because you say you have Jesus, but your life doesn't show it. So he begins to call this out in them. And the reason he does this is because a citizen of heaven helps others have what they have. A citizen of heaven helps others have what they have. And here's why. Because of verse 28. Because you're not frightened in anything by your opponents. See, it's time for us to begin to help others have what we have because we need to know what, what, where the war is being waged and who is the real enemy and what's really happening around us because the enemy God's word says is not against flesh and blood but princes and principalities of darkness of evil and i love this because jesus came into the world to not point an accusing finger at people this is john 3:17 by the way he says he didn't come into the world to point an accusing finger no he came to help make the world right again. The people have right relationship with God the Father. So he came in to defeat darkness, to defeat sin, to defeat evil, and that is the opponent. See, what's amazing about a citizen of heaven is they honestly live out what they really believe. They live out what they really believe. Because as we're helping people have what we have, and as we begin to live out what we really believe, we're not frightened because we know the end. We know what happens. We know that there's victory for everyone. And we know what's amazing that can happen in people's lives. And we're not frightened because fear comes in in not knowing, in the unknown. There's fear of the unknown. You can feel it everywhere. Fear of the unknown. Well, God's word lets us know that there's actual victory in our life. And where there may be things that are unknown in moments that are around us, but it's not just about that. We know the end. Go, we know the beginning and the end of the story. And it's okay for us not to know what's happening right around us because we know that we already have victory in Jesus as a citizen of heaven. My home is not this earth. My home is heaven. So I know where I'm going. I know where I'm gonna end up. I know who has me. So I'm not frightened anymore because I know that my opponent has already been defeated. So why there's no need to be afraid. And that's free. Because a citizen of heaven lives in that victory and lives out what they actually believe. Believe in, about what God's word says. Because these, really these, these first 13 words of, of really this passage, only let your manner of life be worthy of the gospel of Christ. Like those 13 words are either super daunting and like, I can't do that they're super daunting and it's and it's crazy and it's 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 overpowering and it's it's like oh my gosh is my life worthy of that shoot i can't do that or they're exciting and they're inspiring and i believe one of the things that helps us begin to realize how this is encouraging is we when we realize how much worth jesus puts on our life And how much worth and how much value he gives to every single one of us. Because the value in you being a citizen of heaven was worth everything to Jesus. It was worth everything to him. And that's why he came to give himself as a sacrifice for you and for me. For all of us. See, we look to the cross and we find our worth. You're worth dying for. You're worth being beaten for. You're worth going through all the physical pain that a human could come up with, all of the pain and the pressure and the and the really the stress and the separation from god that comes with all of the weight of the sin and the trials and the suffering that came with the cross and jesus being separated from god in that moment and having god literally turn his back on jesus so that jesus could take your place see so you look at to the cross to find your worth and if you think that that this is daunting then you don't really fully understand what happened on the cross. And it's okay for you to go ahead and ask that question and to feel this is daunting because it's time for you to maybe write out and think about what the cross means to you. Because no matter where you are, Jesus loved you enough, loves you enough to do what he did on the cross for you. If it was just for you, by the way, he would have done it. And what's amazing about this this passage is when we really know as a citizen of heaven what we're up against, we can live in light of the outcome that we know is coming our way. And if we live in light of victory and we know what we're up against is not people, but it's evil and it's darkness, then we can live in light of that victory. And I'm not afraid because I know where, I know who's my friend and I know where I'm going. And I know God has me. And I know I'm taken care of and I know he's with me. So when I bring all that together, then I get to where Paul ends up at the end of Philippians chapter one. And he says, engage in this conflict. Because as citizen of heaven, you engage in the conflict that a citizen of heaven engages in, that Jesus engages in, that God cares about because that's what a citizen of heaven does. We engage in the conflict that a citizen of heaven cares about because Jesus cared about not judging people, but he came and he cares about helping make the world right again, John 3, 17. And he did it on the cross for you and for me. And Paul says, engage in the conflict that I'm engaging in, not because of me, but because of Jesus, because of Christ, because we did on the cross. And so we're not judging each other, but we're rallying around what Jesus cares about, as citizens of heaven, living out our calling and impacting what really matters and giving to the mission and sharing what God is doing in our life. So I want to thank you for joining me. Live as a citizen of heaven, no matter where you are, and let God move you today. Talk to him. Pray with them. Connect with Pinewood Church and see how God is moving here. Share this message with somebody and let God move in your life. And if you're not a citizen of heaven, all you have to do is believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and he's faithful and just to forgive you no matter where you are. So just let him know. Just let him know you believe in him. Let him know you want to start a relationship with him right now. And then go with him reach out to Pinewood, connect with us and let us know how we can be in your life and connect you to this community no matter where you are. I'm thankful to be here with you. You guys have a great, great day. We'll see you later. Hey, thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more or if you'd like to join us on a Sunday, head on over to pinewoodboulder.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it. And if you'd like to be notified every time we post new content, then subscribe. And remember, just keep coming back.